Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, Holiday. Ready to hit you with that do 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 do. It's your girl to do Parish, y'all. And we're Black Pink. My name is Rafi. And welcome to another titillating episode of Wait, Wait. Don't Do It, y'all. Where we tell you to. No, no, wait. Okay. I know. Okay. Can you tell? But I thought my mustache was hiding it. That was my beard. I'm glad you shaved it off because today we're doing our eight <laughs> weights. <laughs> eight weight, don't do it. I got a new baby. Baby, don't bring a nail. Um, <laughs> our eight weights to coming out because I think since when you're coming out, sometimes people don't even know what gay is at such a young age, middle, 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 toddler ages. <laughs> All of them, right? <laughs> For the middle to the toddlers. No. <laughs> All little kids. No, the, uh, I was going to say adolescents. Like, adolescents. Like, I had a really negative perspective of what gayness was when I was a teenager, right? So, we are breaking down and counting down the eight don'ts of gayhood. Now, y'all know we love talking about anything. The gays, the T's, the B's, the L's, the everything in the spectrum. And they're all valid. However, we as gay men can only talk about ourselves (laughs) (laughs) through our experiences because I feel as though I don't even I feel like sometimes I have reservations of being calling myself a gay man because as I've grown up especially in my later 20s I realized that I don't even relate to a lot of Things that are conventionally for men or male things, um, male thing, things. Degree are, for men. <laughs> things that are geared towards <laughs> men do not fascinate me anymore. So, you know what I'm saying? If, I am, if I'm at this point, if I'm even open to just uh, break out of my what was supposed to be made for me, like clothing, fragrances, all that, then I feel like I'm more comfortable just to label myself as someone like something like Gigi said, fluid. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've never said this before, but your hole's open. <laughs> <laughs> well, then close it up for me, Daddy. <laughs> is that what you think topic is? Um, that's why I think it takes to close that manhole. <laughs> do the do the do. So, um, as gay men, we have gone through a lot of ups. Who's a gay man in here? I don't know. Just you, I guess. <laughs> Don't out yourself. That's number one. Don't out yourself. Don't out. <laughs> or out other people, actually. You should have done that. <laughs> Worry about your goddamn self. Period. So should we get into this countdown? Finally. Let's start with number eight. Don't stay in your bubble. What does that mean to you, Nia? Don't When you hear that, because how did you experience that when you were coming out? I think that we are from, well, you were actually from a bigger area growing I'm up. From, I'm from Port Chester, New York. We told you where that was last episode. But uh, it was uh, probably 30 minutes outside of the Bronx. Nice old neighborhood. No, not nice. It's Like I said, it was not the richest neighborhood, but it wasn't like a dangerous neighborhood at all, I would say. Or anything. Raffy from the pole and Nunu from the Bronx. I feel it. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> um, I grew up in North Carolina, North Kakalaki. You, you know, you got to tell people my government or whatever. <laughs> but, um, you know, I had, <laughs> I had 
like a kind of small. <laughs> you told everyone what my unemployment was. I'll bleep it out. I edited it out. I had like a smaller, I guess, upbringing, kind of sheltered only childness mm-hmm. about it. So mm-hmm. sometimes you can just get stuck in what you think is how things are, which is never right, right? You know what I mean? Like, you have to move. You have to talk to people. You have to go and experience different things to understand the world around you. So the minute you, like, come out, like, the minute you're like, hey, baby, I'm gay, that's where you... If you are ready to, like, go to school, I suggest, even though, like I said, I think we all, like, weigh that financial burden sometimes. Like, oh, my God, I'm scared of... You said school. So you're assuming these gays are going to college. I'm just saying in any way, like, find your way to get out of where you live. Like, if, if you, like... What do people like when they live? What if you were gay well, in like LA? I said, if, But I'm saying, like, also, but that's a bubble. I feel like it's still, there's other great cities that you can move to. Um, I think that we should always be open to moving somewhere different. Um, or, because we talked this on pre, in that same episode, I feel like that gays from the Midwest are so different than gays from New York that are so different from gays from Texas that are so different from gays in North Carolina. Yeah, the way they pronounce them is so weird. Not just that. <laughs> not just that, but like, Fish tackle. but just how they see the world. Just those things. So you really want to change your, um, especially if you are Latino or Black, that you go into different or Asian. Uh, parts of the country that, or yeah, especially Asian because you have uh, LA that has a large like Thai population. You go to these places to see more of your culture and to be people, see people that look like you represent you. Because if you're gay, Black, or any other person of color. Um, in the South, you're not going to see a lot of representation for you, especially LGBT. And the biggest thing about that is the empathy part, right? When you are around other people, when you are encouraging diversity, right, you build empathy for other struggles just because gay is not the only uh, oppressed identity, right? We all go through struggles. Imagine. For most of us. Yeah, well, like, <laughs> I feel like it's so just generally norm to think, if you close your eyes and think gay, you think about man. You don't think about women. You don't think about trans. You don't think about all the umbrellas that falls under just gay. And anyone, like, there's gay trans men. There's gay trans women. So you have to think about the spectrum and where we are and how those bubbles, those limitations can really shelter you from so much exposure to who you really are. All righty. Ready for number what? Number eight. Seven. Seven. I don't know. (laughs) Number seven. Wait. Don't be ashamed to be same girl. This goes out to all my girls out there that just was, that would say that gay porn was how you got in touch with your feminine side. You know what I'm saying? What we are you there. talking about? We were all there. We were all there. Did you not see that episode of Parental Control? I'm going to look that up. I'm going to try to Hor- it. No, that was a, a scripted TV show, honey. But someone said that, and I always, I internalized, I was like, yeah, I'm just in touch with my feminine side. I think it was always a touch on my feminine side. Again, after we re- going through Players Club, um, on Netflix the other day. You've oh yeah, you've always embraced it. Yeah, I'm like obsessed. I was like, I just want to be these girls <laughs> constantly because it's just uh, powerful. But pretty bitches only, I would say, in your world. Honestly, I just feel like I'm 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 passing, which just sounds so weird, right? You know what I mean? Like I'm one of the boys, right? And my in my butch form. <laughs> Why are you drinking? Okay. I'm a spicy video of you. No, no, no. We have talked about this, okay? So, like, my my persona, for some reason, comes across as, like, weird and quirky. No, it comes across as weird and quirky. It doesn't come across, like, you. (laughs) Like, your voice is just, like, the epitome of homosexuality. And I think mine is, too, but, like... 
for some reason, I get, like, weird theater kid or, like, weird nerd instead of, like, automatically homosexual. Do you think it might be because you're black and that people, like, see you more as a, like, automatically a masculine figure? I do think all those things, like, my stature, like, I'm not a a little girl like you. I'm a pretty big bitch, you know? (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? So I think I have, you know, some some structure to me that, (laughs) I don't know, rough and tumble. (laughs) (laughs) You can take a rough and tumble, I'm sure, honey. (laughs) But do embrace all that is you. So I'm not saying that everyone is, you know, going to be the most femme or masculine person, but it is a two concepts that exist and we fall, all of us fall in the middle constantly going in Mm -hmm. and going back and forth. So just be okay to express it when it comes. So you don't have to, you know, be a cross-dresser. You don't have to uh, do makeup or do things that are traditionally gender-specific or play sport. I don't know what these people do anymore. Yeah. But, you know, you can do whatever you want when you want. You know what I mean? It doesn't make you less of a person or less of who you are. And that leads us to our next one, which is don't be that girl. Don't be that girl. Don't be that girl, be that, girl to, that gay that thinks that gay men do it better than women. Don't be that girl. It is so weird. And I didn't realize this until I got older, I right? I know. I hate it when they oh do that to us. Gosh. <laughs> I didn't realize until I got older that, like, there are some, a lot of gay males I have noticed that seem to be white in my experience. But. They, like, are kind of misogynist for real, for real. For I, real and for I real. never thought that gays would be they, against women, because obviously, right? If you look at how friend groups work, I had a conversation with someone, um, like, before quarantine, and she was talking about her experience with gay men, and they said that she was moving away, and that all that they brought up about her were embarrassing junk stories. Mm-hmm. Instead of talking about all the fun, like the other, like good int- all the good things, and they and and I noticed that women that are labeled as can we say the word fag hag nowadays um, can get that edit of just being the fun of the joke, and I mean just the term fag hag is offensive because you're just being erased from who you are, and just being labeled as a sidekick to these men. So Right, and I think it's so weird because I love girls. I mean, obviously, I love anyone that identifies as a woman just because I think women are the most beautiful, powerful creatures in existence like myself. Yeah. So I I feel like, I mean, I don't know. I can't imagine not having them around or not wanting them around or thinking that we're different. Yeah. But next one, number five. Good. I'm so glad you don't <laughs> Number five. Wait. Don't give yourself away, honey. And what does that mean? And Break that it means down. If you were on a yard sale, you ain't going away for anything less than $4,000. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Period. You put yourself up, give yourself a price tag. You are worth way more than what you give yourself that ability to. Because like I said, we're seen as some something that needs to be propped up as gays. What would you say to little Raffy? Um, in college, Raffy, right? When we're all in college, Raffy, ding, don't put <laughs> <laughs> all your boyfriends. <laughs> oh, I wasn't even gonna talk about them. Um, Shout out to my aches. So, you really so don't even go. Don't think that Chad, Ma- the Chad Michael Moore in One Tree Hill, whoever he played, the Lucas. Oh my God! Do all show? people do not him. think that Chad Michael Murray is gonna come into your life. Think you are the one. And stop his world for you. Let Unless. That let, let that go. Let that go. Unless you are a very, very hot representation of your race. So I, that's why, but that's what I noticed. I think that when people compare, like, 
I mean, in recent history, for me at least, I noticed that people would be like, well, when people would compare my behavior at the certain workplace to other Latino people. And again, those Latino people would tend to be friendlier because, again, they're part of, they're part of the scene. You know what I'm saying? They, what is they, the scene? The scene is um, generally skinny white abs. However... Skinny white abs. But abs. 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 Yeah, yeah abs. Okay. And apps, skinny white apps. That is Grindr. what they are. Grindr. They are skinny white Bubble. apps. Um, so we were so that, and then if you are a person of color, then it's brown or black apps. You know what I'm saying? Skinny brown black apps, because that's kind of what fits into the mold. And again, I w- I come a more I see the world completely different than a lot of people that I some of us have got a little more meat on us. You know what I'm saying? And so we have to realize that you have to put a price tag on yourself because when we have a poster boy for who we are represented as, then you're not going to see yourself at your truest value. So do not give yourself away to these white men, especially if you're a person of color. Because like I said, we all have that white savior, com- that white savior complex. Man, let me tell you, a man that's terrible, right? My well, white yeah, ladies. Yeah, but there's a savior complex, that white savior complex that we've talked about on the podcast. We also talk about not touching me on the podcast. But all, all of a sudden, you know what I'm saying? It's five feet. <laughs> Stay back. <laughs> anyway, I think that all men are terrible, obviously, right? Are you saying that's their nature? I think that's how our society has raised them and the way we all kind of participate and engage in toxic masculinity. And, of course, white supremacy has, has aided in that. Um, really, just know that you don't have to give yourself away to anybody. I'm really glad you just reiterated what I said in just a different way. That's fabulous. Right. I said the right way. Which leads us to number four. Wait. Don't mean accessory. Okay, honey? You are not a purse. You're not a child. <laughs> or I'm an interest dog, okay? <gasps> or a boyfriend. Or an Instagram boyfriend. Because these boys on Instagram be... Big man, honey. So, I also think about it about being a GBF, right? We all heard this term of gay best friend. And oh I do think that, depending in your... We've all been that. You've all been that. But also, it, it, it happens in certain areas. I feel like in more like student affairs or college areas, right? Being a gay gets you like plus five or ten makes you powerful for some reason because <laughs> everyone likes you for some reason you're like oh my god that's more in your spaces I guess because I like, you didn't get that way. edit I always got the oh my god they're gay that means I'm not threatened you're by a friendly you. gay you're a fr- I'm a mean gay you're a mean gay I'm a different gay I'm a Brooklyn guy. but I think I, I feel like more recently I've gotten better at it yeah um, yes, you think I'm a friendly? I, I think in, in women's spaces, I feel like that's more. In like female-dominated spaces, that can be more. I feel like I always go for the women. So I'm like, hey, girl. Yeah, so I guess that's why. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you're more, you're more than an accessory at the end of the day. You are a person. You're not only just gay. You are gay and talented and musical and creative and thoughtful and a friend and a brother and a sister and everything. You are the answer. So don't limit yourself to just being someone's sidekick or just being treated or tolerated just because of um, sexuality. Great. I, I wouldn't have said it better myself. Thank God you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be passive. P- 
Passive. Number aggressive. three. Passive. Aggressive. Don't be passive, honey. So there's a lot of meanings we say passive. So the way I interpret it passive as in... On your back. <laughs> on, on your stomach. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that, especially if you are someone who is gay and who have a lot of privilege, that you can't be passive when you see other injustices going on. Because we have gone through so much as gay people, um, but also as women, also as people of color, also as people who are able and disabled. Like, I think that it's important to not be silent in those moments. That's what I meant by passive. I th- I think it's also in dating. Don't be passive in dating. <laughs> that don't, is very true, though. Don't, yes. Know what you are. It'd be direct, because these boys be po- trying your whole gays life. Gays just want to be loved at the end of the day. Everyone and wants to be loved. <laughs> For gays, because we have had so much rejection. You, I, okay. You jumped hoops, bitch. I guess, again, again, anyone with, like, again, people who are date men, I noticed. Uh, Anyone that has to date a man deals has, with a certain kind. I agree of, with that. Yes, I, deals with a certain kind of feeling, and we feel like we are completed more so towards a man. And I feel like we also propagate uh, handsome gay men to be heartbreakers. Like, oh, he's gonna be a heartbreaker one day, and then it's only totally acceptable for them to be heartbreakers. You know what I'm saying? Right, because they're pretty. Because they're pretty, but at the end of the day, it weakens their, them as humans because they're passive people. Right. So if you are. With people as you engage, make sure that you're just upfront with them. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're on dates, if you're on hookups, if you're in the club, if you're anywhere, make sure that all parties involved understand each other because you don't want to get mixed up in leading people on, mm-hmm. um, not being clear in what defines cheating or what defines being open, or jump find yourself in an open relationship that you didn't and that you knew they wouldn't work for you. You know what I'm saying? But to keep that man, what you do? You jump in the Bed with other boy. Is that what they do out here in the streets? I heard that. I heard that's that, what happens. I heard that's what happens in this bedroom. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Flip it to the next bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you have to be active in your own life, participate in your own life. You can't just let things pass you by and let things go by you under, you know, and not be aware of it. You have influence in your spaces, just like we all as humans have influence. So, mm-hmm. use your power. Mm-hmm. Which leads us to number dose. Wait. <laughs> Don't be whites only, honey. Don't be whites only. Don't think that whiteness is so equivalent to gayness that that's what you have to operate yourself through. So if you're not familiar, um, the media has portrayed gayness um, still as being predominantly two attractive white men. And then we've moved to now one attractive... (laughs) We moved to one attractive white man and insert any other race because it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, And that creates a, a delusion um, for a lot of people of color who are identifying as queer, that uh, getting a white man somehow makes you better, or you're in a space of more, and it, ma- and it makes you more secure about things. Yeah. Um, when that's not the case, because you can only be secure with yourself. And that doesn't mean um, just people of color who are queer, just anyone. Like no matter what relationship, what job, you have to be okay with. Now that we have all been given the, not all of us have been given the opportunity, but like I've been given the opportunity to stay at home through all this and really realize that now that I'm just working, like, and I am in my own space of like what I believe is beauty and what I believe that I like, 
I'm upholding what is I'm holding upholding myself. I'm not having to step into these white spaces that kind of foster that whites only kind of mentality. It changes your whole perspective. It changes your whole ability to be creative and just to be more in your day. Because let's be clear, we still see so many shows, so many things that are gay, and when it's gay, it's literally just white men. Yeah. And maybe one person of color yeah. in the scene at it, yeah. but it is not coming from a unique experience. And the white gay experience is not the same as Latino, Asian, Completely black, different. Completely and different. all the other mixtures yeah. that, that exist. You know what I mean? There's mm. so many variations. And it's important to hear all the stories. And we have to remember where gay culture has come from. It came from a black trans women and Latino uh, queer people at the end of the day. So, yeah, we can't put a white face on it, period. Because it didn't start there. So... And now it leads us to my favorite, the most important. Give me a drum roll. Number one. Me. Wait. Don't ever fucking say that Britney Spears is better than Beyonce. Drop the mic. Period. 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 How many times have we walked into a gay bar and he heard, oh my God, Britney does it better? Let me tell you. We are not Britney haters. We are not trying to leave Britney. You know, she could be alone somewhere with she, another she's, backup She's a legacy dancer. of her own right. We love her music. I'm glad she's not making music right now. But I, I am happy of what I have. They are bops. They are fun. They are danceable. She didn't write them. She is <laughs> okay. But they are fun nonetheless. That's it. She is not a legacy. A standard for excellence. She cannot perform or sing. Live, people pay to lip sync. See her lip sync. That's what I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying. I don't get that. I, you, I do think that and people she, still stand her. I do think that she drove in her time. She did drive uh, someone else's message and portrayed someone else's thoughts. Oh, you think she's no different than a Fifth Harmony? I, I think that Britney, and again, would have been forgotten I, if it I, wasn't Britney. Because I don't have an issue with Britney because I had that CD. I was been, I've been a fan since I was like elementary. So obviously, like you can't deny that Britney has had an impact. I just, I think she is one. I, I want to say few artists in recent history to not have any influence whatsoever on her music or her image or her art. It's like a Lindsay Lohan kind of thing. I think Lindsay Lohan more control. Like, infamacy, but not legacy? I just think she's produced. And I think that's why she's not really making music, because she's just happy not doing that. Oh, my God. I hope you don't get a bunch of, like, Britney stands that are like, oh, my God, you're racist. It's not that. I love Britney. Um, it's just that Beyonce factually has done more. Than Still any. doing more. And I'm not saying that just to bring I mean, in period. I mean, like, she's done more than anyone ever, 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 ever. We are obviously here to support the Queen Bee. Um... And it just really, those statements, honestly, though, being completely serious, no jokes, um, that it's just racism. And it's not even like a preference, you know what I mean? Like, you, you can't say that Britney's better than Beyonce. And disregard the fact. Because there's no... Because then no, there's you're no, your idea. Like, if you would say, you know, I prefer the way Britney sounds, I'd be like, cool, 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 cool. But I would never just say Britney is better because she's not she can't sing dance but also if you prefer right or do anything if you prefer britney because like i said at the end of the day quality is quality and like i feel like at the end of the day 
And then what you brought this up to me too, but one time, like if you are not growing with the artist, then what are you? Then what do you care? Right, and I, I mean, I'm, anyone knows me. I'm a music snob, girl. Okay, like I play instruments. She loves I herself. have been doing this for years. She, she okay? loves herself. Her really local artist. A very local indie. So, but at the end of the day, I feel like music shifts with times. People grow. Our society grows. The artist has to grow. Um, I love Britney. She has been doing the same sounds since 1997 that is a fact there is no differences in the actual content or the topic of her sounds despite going through many breakups being a mother going through um a lot of public um issues Mm -hmm. that you think you can point to music and talk about the growth and really inspire people it's just the same someone else wrote pop i'm gonna dance and I just think that she probably fell into a life that she that she didn't want, and now she has it. And where do you go from there? You know, right? And I, I just think it's about growth, and and it still doesn't limit to Beyonce. It's just that that artist has so many. It's impactful because it affects a culture and it represents a culture. Like what is Britney or other artists like Britney selling? What are they giving? What are they adding to? The dynamic, the conversation. Well, well, let's talk about what Beyonce has done then, as far versus to all these hoes. I have to list it. Yeah, list it. Go ahead. It's just it's everything. Beyonce is the most awarded artist. Period. Um, she has broken so many records, not only for women, not for only just as a singer, but for as a black person. Um, many movies that are just great. <laughs> I love Beyonce movies. I'm such a big Beyonce fan. I love Beyonce movies. I watch them constantly. So you would watch. I, you would pick up. Um, you would pick up anything. Anything. Obsessed over Crossroads. Yes. First of all, if you think Crossroads is better than Obsessed, I'm sorry. <laughs> I am sorry. I don't think that I never watched Crossroads. Uh, it probably just like from Kelly to Justin, right? <laughs> Iconic though. From Kelly to Justin is a good movie. I thought when I found out people didn't like it, I was really surprised. I love that movie. I should watch it today. Do that for us. <laughs> um, no, I decided we we're gonna watch the Players Club again. Okay, because uh, <laughs> we're gonna keep doing that. Uh, but it, it's really about going back to diversity and the preferences, right? Um, I think that artists, all artists, have purpose and give us different moods, vibes. Urgh, you know what yeah. I'm saying? But I think what makes someone truly important and impactful is when they really are conscious and they do things for the culture. Great. Period. Love that. So this has been 10, not 10, 8 <laughs> ways. Don't do it to being gay as hell, honey. I'll do that. Because um, you just want to tangent about Beyonce. Beyonce. Uh, Beyonce. So there you have it, y'all. That's how we navigated the list for the weights in coming out of the closet. Are the you on the list? Don't naturally expect coming out of the closet but we warned y'all don't say we didn't warn y'all can't say you didn't warn us fabulous enjoy gay life (laughs) y'all be safe okay okay whoa whoa holiday wait hold on hold on